Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you might have seen a post of mine earlier from earlier this week about a listener and a friend who came to visit me. His name is Ophir. Those of you in certain Facebook groups that are centered on Neville probably have seen Ophir's posts, especially those promoting Feeling Twisty. He's posted a lot. <laughs> he does it so often, you might think that he's a paid promoter of mine. I pay no one to promote me. He isn't. He told me he's even gotten banned from some Neville groups and was threatened with exile from another group if he didn't stop sharing Feeling Twisty. But after talking with him online and now spending time face-to-face -face with him, I, I can see it's all coming from love. So thank you, Ophir. Ophir last year decided he wanted to come visit me. And once he made the decision, all kinds of obstacles came up. And I'm going to tell you his story in just a moment. A listener recently asked me to talk about assuming the feeling of a wish fulfilled. He says that it, it doesn't feel like he's doing it. He says he ends up usually just thinking about his desire, thinking of it, as Neville says, instead of thinking from it. In my conversations with Ophir this week, I thought that his story, his experiences with getting to Lake Charles could help answer this other listener's question. So I grabbed my microphone and hit record on a couple of our conversations. Let me tell you a little bit about what's transpired since last June. Ophir had begun listening to Feeling Twisty sometime before that, and we ended up chatting, uh, doing video chats uh, every now and then. And over the course of those conversations, Ophir decided that he wanted to come here for a visit. He wanted to see me in person. And I said, well, come on. <laughs> and then he started voicing some concerns like, I don't know if I can afford it. I don't know if I have the money. I don't know how, if this is even possible. Should I be doing this? I told him that through all of our conversations and the episodes he said he listened to, he should know what to do already. Live in the end. So I knew after listening to your podcast that I wanted to come and uh, talk to you face to face and say thank you for putting out content that has helped improve the quality of my own life. I could only speak for myself. It has really improved the quality of my life. So I imagine sitting with you face to face saying thank you, having wonderful conversations over food, local food with spices from Louisiana. And that's ex exactly what happened. So for me, uh, to answer your listeners questions. And again, I only speak for myself is that I celebrated the fact I rejoiced in the fact I felt happy in the fact I felt delighted in the fact that I am coming to visit feeling twisty. I am coming and I felt happy in that. I felt delighted in that. I actually rejoiced in that. I, I figured out, you know, what am I going to wear if the weather is cold? What am I going to, uh, do I need a jacket? I literally put myself in the end and it worked out really, really beautifully. Ophir had first mentioned wanting to come here in June of 2020. So he planned to come near his birthday in August. But after going back and forth, he finally decided that he would rather come closer to my birthday in September. So that was it. 
everything was set. He purchased his plane ticket and reserved a lovely room at a really nice hotel for late September. Well, <laughs> August 26th happened. Hurricane Laura blew through our city and really, really decimated so much of the property here. Houses and businesses just wiped out. In the wake of the storm, I thought of Ophir. He was so excited about coming to see me. So I decided not to tell him a thing. I wasn't going to tell him about how bad it was and that he shouldn't come. I told him when he first mentioned that he wanted to come see me, that it was all on him. I wanted him to go within and imagine himself having had a wonderful visit with me because I wanted him to see that it is always up to him only with no reliance on me. This was Ophir's. So I let him continue the trip, the planning the trip. I would get countdown messages from him. See you in three weeks, see you in two weeks. And I didn't say anything negative. I didn't want to discourage him. I just responded with messages like, it's going to be fun, I can't wait. All the while imagining lovingly for Ophir. I imagined that he is thriving, that he's living in imagination and really understands how to apply the law of assumption. That's what I was imagining. I was letting him imagine this trip of his. A week or two from his planned trip, from the September date, he finally messaged me that maybe that date isn't going to work. And I told him that he was still welcome to come, but I didn't know of any hotel that was even open since the storm. And just a few days after that conversation, a second hurricane visited our city. <laughs> So Ophir changed the date of his trip to late November, near Thanksgiving. And I said, that's perfect. That's even better because the weather is going to be beautiful and restaurants and hotels will be open. So it's set. It's done. He's coming in thanks at Thanksgiving. And then American Airlines notifies Ophir that due to COVID, they're scrubbing all flights in and out of Lake Charles until January because there just wasn't enough business. <laughs> but Ophir remained steady. One of the lessons that you taught me, and you taught me a few lessons on how to improve the quality of my life, but one of the lessons is don't accept facts from the world. Don't accept facts from the physical world, whether it's finances, whether it's bills, whether it's anything, don't accept what the world shows you unless that is what you want. So to use this as an example, I didn't accept the fact that the hotels canceled my reservations after I paid for it. I didn't accept the fact that the airlines uh, kept postponing the trip after I paid for it. I knew that I was coming. I love this quote of Neville's. Tonight, I ask you to take the most fantastic thing in this world and find an inner conviction within yourself that it is yours. For the truth of any concept is known by the feeling of certainty which that conviction inspires. Once you have that inner feeling of certainty, don't ask me to confirm it. Believe in yourself and trust your inner feeling. Ophir had a bunch of what could have been perceived as obstacles. One might say, not me, that the universe just didn't want him to make the trip. That maybe it just wasn't meant to be, Ophir. But he remained in the state. He had that inner conviction. He shifted an imagination already being in Lake Charles, regardless of what the facts told him. 
He didn't muddy it up by panicking or getting upset at the obstacles. Don't overcomplicate it because, you know, as you know, I overthink everything. I just overthink everything and I write things down and I make lists and I'm just, I just want what I want. But what you taught me is make it simple. Just make it simple. So my trip here was simple. I knew that I was going to come from Florida, visit for 25, 26 hours, and then go back home. And that is exactly what happened because I celebrated it. I delighted in it. I knew that it's already here. And I just lived in that assumption and lived in that fact. Basically, what I did is I became a doer and not just a hearer. I applied your teachings to this trip. Ophir also told me that it came down to making the decision that he was coming and feeling the thrill of being here already. He made the decision, the shift in consciousness, and stuck to his decision. He persisted. He continued to exist in what he had already experienced in imagination. So I can come up with a program for you, but you don't need a program to assume the feeling to make a decision and sustain or stick to that decision. It really is that simple. Kim and I, for a long time, have wanted a really comfortable bed. She really wanted a very expensive bed, a Tempur-Pedic, you know, with an adjustable frame and the massage features. Well, I delayed and delayed, but it didn't matter what I did. Kim knew what she wanted. She made the decision that even though those particular beds cost more than, well, more than any piece of furniture we've ever owned, she had it. She knew it was hers. Well, the hurricanes happened and we lost our, the bed we had then, not the new ones, but we lost our old bed. Well, we lost all of our beds and all of our furniture. And at some point after, Kim looked at me and said, now we're getting my bed. And I said, okay, we'll have the money to buy it when you're ready to get the bed. And I don't want to finance it, I said. I want to just buy it outright. And now we have the bed. Well, two beds, actually. I found out as we were shopping for them that you can actually get two twin XL beds and put them together, and that makes a king out of them which meant that I could adjust my side of the bed to exactly the way I wanted it without ever disturbing her. Kim said, you know, that'll add a considerable amount to the cost. And I said, it doesn't matter. I'm already sleeping on my new mattress. I want this. So in my case, I imagined sleeping on it that night. I imagined I was already sleeping on that wonderfully comfortable new bed. Mm. It felt like what I think maybe a spongy cloud might feel like. And we got it. It started with Kim's decision to have what she wanted, regardless of my delays. I didn't ask her what she imagined in this case, but when I do for other things, she usually just says, I, well, I just decided I wanted it. Now, did the mattress just show up like magic in our room? Well, no. She acted. I acted. We went to the furniture store. We made the purchase. And we had the money to do it based on what we'd already decided. I get 
the whole should I take action or not question often. If you're in the state of your wish fulfilled, you're going to take action. You can't help but act. You are God and God only acts as Blake and Neville say. And God is us and all existing beings. Ophir acted. He didn't just imagine himself here and then sit in his 16th floor condo in Miami waiting to be teleported to Lake Charles. He got online, made a reservation, and bought a plane ticket. Neville says there's nothing we can do outwardly to make something happen. The way I understand that is that when I'm trying to make or force something to happen outwardly or trying to manipulate someone, then I'm not in the state of my wish fulfilled. I'm trying. And trying feels completely different than doing, than acting from the state. You know, Yoda says it best, do or do not, there is no try. I'm not going to try to do my Yoda impression. <laughs> I can do nothing to fulfill my desire when I'm trying, when I'm acting from this human point of view. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's my awareness. That's my I amness. That's your I amness. Neville would call it my own wonderful human imagination. Like I was saying a minute ago, anyone can give you a regimen to follow. Here's what you need to do. Do it this way. But what I find that works best, and really without fail, is turning to myself exploring who I am, I promise you, I can guarantee you, and if I'm wrong, I will refund what you paid for this episode, that exploring who you really are will open you up to a life you previously hadn't thought possible. Whatever you believe will work, will work for you. You can believe that you're small and separate and that manifesting the life you want is complicated and requires a lot of hard work. Or you can decide that it isn't so at all and step into and occupy any state that you want to experience. This exploration of self that I'm talking about isn't a state. It's who you are beyond any state, containing all states. I'll be getting back to this topic in upcoming episodes. In my next episode, number 174, it's all about love. I want to thank Ophir for coming to visit and showing how simple it really is. Move into the state and refuse to accept any fact, any seeming obstacles. Thank you, Ophir. I love you, man. And I love you. I'm feeling twisty.